Hello and welcome to Meaningful Minhagim Part 1, where we explore and try to understand on a deeper level the reasons behind the many of the Minhagim that we as Kalal Yisrael have. And the minhag we'd like to discuss today is that of the Chassan getting an Aliyah LaTorah for his Shabbos Ufruf, the Shabbos before his chasna, the post can point out it doesn't have to actually be the Shabbos before the chasna. If one is traveling, it could be before the Shabbos, before the actual chasna. But there is a minog, it's brought down the halacha, as we'll see, that the chasna, the Shabbos before his wedding, receives an Eliyah. This is quoted in the Magen Avram and in the Lavush in Simon Reish Pei Bez in Shulchan Aruch. Where the Magen of Ram says that a chiv, there is a chiv for a chasan, b'shabes kodem achasana, to get an aliyah. The Shari Afrayim in Sharbez Sif Gimel says not only that, but he says the chiv is kodem labal isha yoledis, before the chiv of the husband of a woman who gave birth, the father of a baby girl, also gets an aliyah, the Shabbos after she's born, but the chasen comes before him, and says the Shari Ephraim, the ain tzarech lomar l'chiyuvim acherim, you don't need to tell me that the chasen comes before other chiyuvim, it is the number one, perhaps not number one, but it's the number one chiyuv for getting aliyah, excuse me, on Shabbos, is the chasen, and the question is, Why? The question is why? What's the Indian? What's the point? What's the purpose of a chasan receiving an aliyah, the Shabbos before his chasan? And I saw four reasons, pshatim, which I'd like to share with you today. Number one, there's a Gemara in Yavamas. The Gemara says in Yavamas and Samach, hasharui below isha, sharui below Torah. Someone who's living without a wife is like living without Torah. It doesn't mean a person's living without Torah is not a living without Torah. If they're single, their people unfortunately take a long time to get married. They could grow and become Talmud Chachamim, but there's a different type of living without Torah. There's a different level. The learning qualitatively, even if it suffers quantitatively, it's a qualitatively different Limud HaTorah. Hashari below Isha. Shari below Torah. So say, some of the Mepharshim, that we want to be mavchen, I saw us in the Sefer Nute Gavriel, we want to differentiate between the Torah before he gets married and the Torah after. So the Shabbos, before he gets married, take an aliyah to signify that until now there was a limit of Torah, but now, after my wedding, there's going to be a whole different madrega level of limit of Torah. Hashari below Isha, Hashari below Torah is changing. There's a new existence to the limit of Torah, so the chasen gets an aliyah, a beautiful Explanation for the minhag. There's another explanation. The Sefer B'yashurun Melech quotes the Sefer Ikve Hari, who explains that it's to hint, to inspire, to awaken the chasen, that just like now you're being Ole le Torah, you're getting your Aliyah, you're elevating to the, the Bima for the Torah, you're being Ole le Torah, you're getting an Aliyah, so too. Your life, the home you will build with your kala, should be one that's entirely focused and aimed for and driven by the aliyah in Torah and Ruchnius. It should be a life of Torah, a life of Limanah Torah, 
of growth in Torah. So your Ola la Torah to Meramez, to hint to the Chassan that you're going to have a life of a Lila Torah. Very nice. The third explanation. The third explanation is very beautiful. We know that the Melech writes a Sefer Torah. The Torah tells us in Parshas Shoftim, in Parakid Zion, the Kassalos Mishnah Torah Zos al Sefer, he writes a second Sefer Torah. It should be with him. The carbo koyme chayav. It should be with him his whole life. Laman lilmod liyiras Hashem alokav. You should have fear of heaven. Lishmoras kol diray Torah zos to keep the Torahs. Achukim ayil asosam. And then the Torah tells us lebilti room levavo me echav, so he doesn't become haughty. He should become arrogant. The Orachayim points out in that pasuk that the Torah is coming from Mishnah Avos. The Torah. Clothes us with humility. If you think about it, the Yama Torah, the wisdom of Torah, the breadth and depth of Torah, when one thinks about it, can't help but infuse a person with humility. One who learns Torah seriously can't become a Balgaiva, a person who's arrogant. The Chassan is about to hear from the Ufruf and on praise after praise, the entire Ufruf, except for the Ufrufs where they rip on the Chassan, but usually even then it transitions to positivity. It's going to be a whole weekend, and then at the Chassanah, and then Sheva Brachos, Shevach after Shevach, Tehillah, praise after praise heaped upon the Chassan. The Chassan is prone to become arrogant, to let it get to his head. So you know what you do? You give him an Aliyah LaTorah. Because in the words of the Orachayim, Ki be'emtsos kriyas Torah, through kriyas Torah, getting an aliyah, laning the Torah, lo yarum levavo. He can't become arrogant. Another beautiful explanation for why it is that the chassan gets an aliyah. And there's a fourth reason. The fourth reason I find so powerful. The fourth reason is, as I said, the, safe, the Melech has two Torahs. The Melech has a Torah that he carries with him. The Mishnahish and the second Parakis and Hedrin describe this. He has a Torah that he has with him. And there's a Torah that he keeps. Munach, the base Ginozov. It's hidden in his storehouse, in his treasure chest. One he has with him. Shivisi Hashem Negdi Samid. And there's one that he has, the base Ginozov. The question is, I understand why he carries a Torah with him. He needs it. When he has a minute, he'll learn. He'll study from it. He'll know what to do. But why does he need a Torah that he keeps for base Kenazah? What's the purpose? If you have it, use it. If you're not going to use it, what do you gain and accomplish by having it? I saw an insight in a sefer called Mimini Michal, or Michal Fader from Eretz Yisrael. He has a beautiful insight. You have to keep in mind, you know, a person carries the Torah with him. When you carry something wherever you go, it could become frayed. The letters can become erased. The binding, so to speak, could become undone. And it's dirtied, it's dropped, and it's damaged. A melech goes out, and it could be that the Torah gets damaged, gets hurt. So he keeps another Torah, the base Genazov that he can use to copy, to, to, to utilize, to learn from if the other Torah gets damaged. Says Rafutter, 
you know, call Yisrael Malachim Him, we're all Malachim. Now there, Jerusha explains that we all have a Torah that we carry with us. That's the Torah we learned in Yeshiva, starting in Yeshiva Ketana in Cheder, in elementary school, through high school, Mesifta, and beyond, Yeshiva, seminary, and Eretz Yisrael. We had a Torah that we learned. It's a Torah that we carry with us wherever we go, whatever we do, whatever we're doing. That Torah, the, that what we learned, and the, the speeches, Shi'urim, Drashas, Shmuzin that we heard, we carry with us, but sometimes life challenges get in the way, and sometimes that Torah doesn't resonate anymore. It becomes perhaps stale. We outgrew that Torah. It's not doing for us what we need it to do. So we have a Torah, Bebez Genaza. We keep something we learned at some point in our life that we don't necessarily tap into regularly. We keep that and hold on to that, Bebez Genaza, in the recesses of our hearts and souls that we could tap into at a moment in time. Maybe the first Perak we knew cold in Gemara. A Musr, the first Musr Sefer, that resonated with us, a shmooze that we heard, a song we sang at a tish, an experience at a Simchas Pesach Shoeva and Meisharim, a tish in Bnei whatever it was, there was some experience that had a powerful impact on us and left an indelible impression upon our souls and hearts and minds. Don't be scared to tap into that at a moment of need. So perhaps with this Rafada we can explain very nicely. The Chasan is going to have a new Torah with his wife. A Torah of their host, a bias. A Torah of their house, a bias, that's going to be full of Torah and Kedusha. But there are going to be situations, opportunities, expressions that they're unsure how to handle. Being married, Shalom Bias, is a new challenge. Raising children, Be'ez Hashem, is a new challenge. What to do? How to handle situations with family when I'm my own person, I'm my own living, my own life of Torah. So we could tap into the Torah of Beis Genazah, the Torah of our parents, the Torah of our upbringing, what our house looked like, how they valued and treated and responded to life through the Torah. So that's the two Torahs. And we get to an Aliyah, you're still at home. Before you go off, think about the Torah you learned and how that Torah you could take with you, like the Melech has a Torah based Kenazov, it's representing that Torah. Those are four reasons why a chasm gets an Aliyah Torah. Number one, Shari Blo Isha, Shari Blo Torah, to distinguish, to differentiate between the Torah before and the Torah of now. Number two, to remind him, to awaken and inspire him that just like you're being all of the Torah your whole life, together with your wife, should be a life of Aliyah Torah and Ruchnius. Number three, the humility, which Torah has the ability to infuse and impart, don't become a Balgaiva through the Ufra of Chasna Shevabrachos. The Bilti Romovavo, Torah, is the ultimate stamp of humility. And two Torahs, based Kinazov, don't be scared to tap into the recesses of our souls and hearts for reasons for the Chassan getting an Aliyah LaTorah and the Shabbos of his Ufruf. This was Meaningful Minhagim Part 1. Have a wonderful day.